Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to Life with Chris and Tatum. We are so excited about this week and about um, all of you who are listening and joining in for the podcast. We want to share with you what an Tatum, exciting... why are we so excited about this week? This Sunday is our soft opening of our brand new building. Celebrate Uh-oh. good times. Come on. But for real, we've waited a long, long, long time for this day. And uh, it's it's a huge miracle in the making that has, there's been a lot of blood, sweat, and tears and prayers. There sure has. Poured into this. And, and to God and God alone belongs yeah. all the glory. He's yeah. given us the grace and the strength to be able to push through. Yes. And this weekend, my pastor, Pastor Rick DeBose, will be here. You're going to want to be here to Don't hear him miss speak. This. Yes. And you're going to be, we have all kinds of festivities and we're giving away gifts and free food. It's going to be an amazing day if you live in the area and you're not a part of a local church. And if you are, maybe you want to just uh, peek in on the day because at the end of the service, I'm going to be making a massive announcement. It, it, it's huge of of God's miraculous. God has performed an uncommon miracle. Yes, He has. And I think you're going to be blown we're away. We're excited to share it with you. So, yeah, that's why I'm excited about this week. But I'm also excited about what we're going to talk about today. This is going to be a good podcast that I think so many of you can relate to. All of us know what it's like. Um, to have a dream and to to um, just knowing like how to get there is what we want to talk about, the ways that we can see our dream actually become a reality and what are some steps we can take to see that happen. So there's a big difference between people that have a dream and people that put the steps in action to make the dream become a reality. True. You know, I've seen so many people that have so many ideas, but they never step out to make them happen. Yeah. And you have to be, the Bible says, uh, don't just be a hearer without being a doer, or else you're going to deceive yourself. You, yeah. You've got to you got to put awesome action to, to your faith, yeah, action to, to your dreams. Yep. You know, there's a quote that I've been saying a lot. I don't know who said it the very first, but here's what it says, basically. <laughs> and that is that everybody has... Uh, everybody has has dreams. Everyone has goals. Winners and losers have the same goals. But it's people that put habits in place that create and change everything. So everyone has has a goal to be successful. Everyone has has a goal yeah. to, to no win. No one wants to, to grow up and be like, I want to get bankrupt, or I would like to be divorced, or I want like to these things that you see as man, you never really plan. And some of those things are out of con- your control. I'm not trying to point fingers here and make people feel like you chose that. But there has to be but some action. Some steps you, you have, can have to put take some place. action. Yeah, that can And we want to see you win. We want to see your dreams become reality. What God's dreams for your life, right? Yeah. You know, when I look back and I see, you know, our lives, um, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I just got to pinch myself with what, what God is doing all around us. Mm-hmm. And God has been so gracious to us. To He's been better to us than we deserve, for sure. Oh. better to us than we, it's not because we've just worked hard and been great. No, we've made a lot of mistakes along the way, 
and God's still been faithful. He's so good. But we've done some good things along the way. So that's what we want to talk about. How yeah, do we make the, dreams the, become a reality the, by some, the choices like that we do make and what what is in our control? So here's the first thing that I would tell you. And I, I know that you hear me talk about this quite often. And I think sometimes people can uh, dismiss this as, oh, that's not so important. But I would say, number one, if you want your dreams to become a reality, you're going to have to pay close attention to who your friends are. Number one, for some of you, you're going to need to change your friends. Very true. You know, I'm thinking back um, just to my life and the the impact that friends have made on me and specifically on my pursuit of Jesus as a young believer um, and how the Lord challenged me. I remember the year that I was 15 years old. I had gone on a mission trip with my youth group, and I had felt that the call of ministry um, very specifically in in my life while I was on that trip. I knew that I knew that I knew that God had called me to serve in ministry as a part of like, that's my future. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And for me, that was like, that was a catalyst, right, in fulfilling the plan of God for my life. But what the Holy Spirit challenged me to do was to come back, and I had some really difficult changes, specifically with my friends that I needed to make in order to get to where I knew God was calling me to go. So I was at like a fork in the road. And you know, when you're 15, 16, those of you in high school or college, when you're listening, like friends are your world right now. They matter more to you like than anybody else, your friends. Like you are super relational at that age. You spend all your time, you're impacted by them. And um, anyway, I knew God was calling me like, I have to make a change. You have to step away from some of these friendships because they're pulling me in the wrong direction if I'm going to fulfill the call. And I I did. Like that was a year where I just really changed um, who I hung out with and made some hard decisions to say no. Um, But I look back now and think, had I not been willing to do the hard work of the dream of that God gave you the, for ministry would have never yes, happened. I probably would have never stepped into it because I w- I was being pulled in the wrong direction, like away from the will of God. And they have, su- they have friends have such an influence on what decisions you make. They sure do. And you know, I would I would uh, I would add another angle to that, and that is that uh, friends God wants to use them to help open new doors of opportunity. So yes. if you don't have the right friends in your life. Uh, the dream that God has for you, yeah. they can open up a door. So for an example, this just um, I, I said yes to going to this a couple, uh, maybe like two months ago, but uh, there's an incredible um, uh, speaker, uh, man of God. God's used him across the, the world. His name is John Maxwell. Uh, maybe you've read some of his books. He's written like 99 books. It's crazy <laughs> how many he's written. Why don't we just say 100? Okay. <laughs> if I was John, I'd write one more. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know how many, but if there's close to 99, we're going to say probably 100 books. Anyway. But uh, I had a friend of mine that is very close with him, and he he said, Chris, uh, John's heard about what's going on at, at Life Fellowship, and they would like he would like... I would like to to, call, uh, to ask you to be a part of a small cohort of other pastors and be with John in his home for two days. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. And I said, he said, you just come and 
uh, John Maxwell, he'll, he'll cover, he'll cover all the expenses. He'll cover everything. And I thought, what in the world is happening? How incredible. Now yeah. watch this. That would have never happened. Yeah. Had we not, and that, that I'll do that like two days after Easter. Okay. So, but that would have never happened had I not had some right friends in my life sure, to open, open those up. doors yeah, exactly. for you that I could have never opened. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's this. And that's jo- the, the only reason John heard about us is because of my friend. That's the only yeah. reason. It's not because we ain't John, nobody special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we aren't really worth hearing about. Yeah. But there's a lot that the Lord's done. But it's a friend. But, and some yeah. of us, God wants to put friends that have been places you've never been. Mm-hmm. And I think you got to be real intentional. You do. That's why we're talking about. That's such a key to really unlocking the the dream in your life to it actually happening to the Some reality of the greatest of, investments that we've ever done in our own personal life yeah. have happened because there are friends that we have yeah. that they've said, Hey, I've asked them, Hey, do you know of, and they've like, Hey, let me help you with this. Yeah. And they open they doors have wisdom in ways or knowledge about just an understanding. That's their world. Let's talk about how can we learn? How can we grow in different areas and friends? You're becoming the average of your top five closest friends. So you become like those whom you spend time with. You know, I've said this for years. All of my teenagers and years years ago could quote this, but you show me your friends and I'll show you your future. future. Like you are becoming, like whoever yeah. your friends are right now, that's who you'll look like in five years from now. So how do they so talk? How do they, how do they walk? How do they, how, how do they deal with investments? Where are they at spiritually? You want to see your dream happen. Mm-hmm. Some of you are going to have to do what Tatum talked about, and that is carve and shave out some of those wrong. Some relationships. of those relationships that are just they're 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 either stagnant. They're great people, yeah, but they're just well, not they're where not you need to go. You where you, yeah, like they're not challenging you to be who God says you are. They're pulling you away from that. So just be mindful, make changes, and keep moving forward. Keep making friends. And listen, it's going to be tough. It is, mm-hmm. but your future is worth it. It is. The destiny that God has for you is worth it. So number one, I think as as, uh, as elementary as this sounds, it's of paramount importance. Yeah. And let's, can I just put a plug out here for parents that are listening? Because um, you, we all know the importance of friendships in our own personal lives. But I think as a mom, as a dad, as an aunt, maybe you're an older brother or sister and we have a responsibility as a as a leader, whatever that looks like, whether you're mom, dad, grandparent, whatever, like to help challenge and also to help protect the friends that our kids are making, the, the friendships that we're allowing to be built. Like you may not be able to control who your child sits next to for eight hours a day in a classroom, okay? You can't change that if they're sitting next to someone who's influencing them. But what we can control is who we allow them to spend extracurricular time with on the weekends or whose house we allow them to go spend the night with, who we allow to come over into our house. So I just want to remind you, like, we have a responsibility to to say yes to those friendships because we want to support it and we know they are going to challenge my kid in their faith. They're going to they're growing close to God together. They're going in the same direction that I want my child to go in or either they're not. And if they're not, don't be afraid as a mom to say, 
no, I'm, you're not going to their house to spend the night. Or no, I'm not having them over. Like we, we owe that to our kids. They may not like it right now and they may not agree with you or see it. Help them, you know, to understand why you're saying and making the choices that you make in a way that they can understand. But even if they're still mad at you and they don't like it, it's going to be okay. <laughs> like yeah. your no right now is going to pay off in the long run by you helping them build godly relationships that keep their hearts set on the Lord rather than people who are going to pull them into sin God knows and the whatever. ways of yeah. the world. So I say it like this, that if you'll learn to say no, you'll trade popularity for respect. And you don't need to be the popular parent. You need yeah. to be a parent that is that is respected because I'm yeah. trying to lead you in the right yeah. way. And kids don't often get that or know that. They just know like, that person's fun or they're crazy or they're whatever. I just want to be with them. Listen, if they're if they're not going in the same direction that you want your child going, meaning spiritually, spiritually, they they shouldn't be like BFFs. Like don't make room for extra time with them. Huh? We did that with our kids. Like just put them in environments where they're around other kids. I'm not saying they can only be friends with Christians. Listen, like our kids played in the neighborhoods with all the you know, neighborhood children ran in little neighborhood gangs. And a lot of them weren't Christians, but I'm not giving the majority of their time. Their free time is not being influenced the most by people who are not, because right now they're being shaped and molded a lot. Anyway, I'm talking too much. Just want parents to, don't be afraid to <laughs> shape those friendships. <laughs> or shave. Or shave them. <laughs> Do some digging. You know, Nash had a friend in sixth Get grade, wasn't Instagram. he? Like fifth or sixth grade. We called him Michael with a mustache. Come on. Like Chris. he had a mustache. He was in third grade. Third grade. <laughs> Not kidding. That He was a sweet boy. He did he sure have a did. mustache in third grade. But yeah, it was we awesome. We loved it. Now, all the boys were like, he has a mustache. He's only eight. I was jealous. I was thinking, man, I wish <laughs> I could grow a mustache. Michael with a mustache. <laughs> Coolest guy ever. Anyway. Okay. We like Michael. Here's a, yeah, we sure do. Here's the second thing, and that's this. Change your priorities. Okay? So you'll make time for the people, places, and things that are important to you. And so the way to change uh, your attitude is to change your priorities in life. So let me ask you a question. What do you spend time doing? What What is really important to you? I think that we need to make sure we sit down, write a list, and figure out what's important to us. So in other words, if you want your dreams to become a reality, you've got to change your priorities. Think about it. So yeah. let me give you, as from a ministerial, minister's world, I've had you know uh, staff on our team that we've, that we've asked, you know, like, what, what's your dreams? Oh, you know, I, I want to be, I want to be a, a, a lead pastor someday. I want to, I want to be, what, I want to speak every single weekend. So we asked them the question, what are you doing right now to prepare for that? Mm -hmm. are, you, are, are you taking courses to learn how to speak? Are you, um, how are you developing that gift? Are you writing messages? Are you, are, are you submitting that to people for people to look at and, and give insight and critique and whatever back at that? So again, a lot of people have goals mm -hmm. and dreams, but we're not prioritizing those things. So I want to do all this. Yeah. But I'm spending a lot of time just, you know, uh, not doing it. <laughs> watching net, watching Netflix. Uh, you know, everybody has a dream to be, you know, yeah. uh, to be in in good health. But you're not. But are you prioritizing that? Are you? What are the what are the ste steps that you're taking to make that happen? I totally agree with it, and I think as as I think like 
prioritizing, it's so easy for all of us to get sucked into like mindless social media, mindless media that just pulls like your brain into nowhere land. So you're not actually developing or growing. And for me, um, a simple way that I've tried to consistently like grow myself and you guys are doing it right now, if you're listening to a podcast is like turning on a podcast that's feeding me and helping me grow like in leadership, like as a leader, what am I learning? Who am I getting knowledge from? Who's doing things that I've not done. But as we talk about dreams and those actually becoming a reality and what steps we need to take to get there, I think it has a lot to do with where we spend our time and what we say no to, like what we need to shut out and what we need to start creating as far as habits go. Like, what are we prioritizing? Is it to grow? Is it to read? Is it to listen to podcasts that are teaching us principles that they're going to help propel the where, dream yeah, to where you're going. Yeah, taking what our dream is. So, so. the thing is, like, I, I see so many people that have a dream to do something, yeah. but they're not prioritizing yeah. that. So maybe today you need to take stock in my uh, of like your actions and what you've been doing. Yeah. And I would just challenge you, is there one thing that you can begin to do today? Yeah. One thing to that be- you can begin to change in your mm-hmm. schedule or how you think and, and what, what you're doing. What steps, Yeah. You can take, so I'm just thinking. Just take one. Yeah. Take one step. That feels doable when you kind of boil it down and just say. Uh, Everybody can take one, one step. One thing that I can change. And if it, yeah, I don't want to give a hundred examples, but I have a hundred going through my mind right now of little things like, I'm just going to say, I want to get a little bit healthier and I maybe it's a lot healthier. I want to take one step and it might just be, I'm just going to drink water. So I'm going to cut out all those sugary things. That's a small step, but that'll make a difference. Like one step at a time, I'm just going to take the steps instead of the elevator. You know, like little things. But the same thing goes for- um, <laughs> We have an elevator here now at the church. I know. Isn't so that crazy? I'm taking steps. <laughs> <laughs> but when I, I was also thinking about the dream of so many younger people, I want to keep all of you in mind as I know like a lot, a lot of people in their 20s who are listening because we hear back from you um, on our pad- podcast, and, and you may be dreaming about the future that you- hope to one day have as a spouse or as a parent. You're just longing to like be married and you want to have children. So there's some things right now that you can do to prepare yourself. And I, th- I think that is like learning and growing what sort of a husband or a wife is God calling you to be. And you could even start like reading about that now, like developing yourself. There's one thing yeah. you can do. And I think it, it, it's important to maybe write down some of your priorities, put it down on paper. So you're or a big it, fan of put that. It, put it on. Yeah. I use my stickies on my Mac. Yeah. You know, and I just write out these are my values, or the, this is you know, these are my my goals, priorities. my priorities, mm-hmm. and and what are steps that am I taking? So again, I come back to a young person is saying, "Hey, I want I want to speak every single week." Yeah. You know, what do you do it? And what's shocking is how many people that I've I've asked, "Okay, what are you doing right now to prepare yeah. yourself for that?" Yeah. Like, uh. So what would you tell someone who, we have a lot of young people right now, I know, just a handful off the top of my head that I, there's a hundreds that I don't even know who are listening that say, I want to, I want to preach or I see myself like leading in some way. What is one step they can take right now that prepares them? I'm thinking like, this would be awesome for you to start a life group. I was about to say. You like, need- learn how to sit in a room with eight other people, 10 other people, and go through a Bible study and lead conversation and lead discussion and bring some, like, that's that's what 
where my mind went. That is. You you have to... Start somewhere. Yeah. So you don't start necessarily on the platform with a room, 500 people sitting in the room, but it starts small. Like, don't despise the small beginnings. The Lord loves Mm -hmm. to see that that seed grow. What can you do now? Like, how are we prioritizing? That's how your dream becomes a reality. You just prioritize it and start now with one small thing. Yep. Here's the third thing, and that's this. Change your habits. And I didn't even see that, and I mentioned it just a little earlier, but man, habits are creating a future that you love or a future that you love love to to hate. hate. Truly, because those are what make you who you are. So your financial habits are creating a future you love or a future you love to hate. Mm -hmm. Your your hygiene habits, your health habits are creating a future you love. Lost those teeth, y'all. You only get one set. (laughs) And we don't need them falling out when you're in your 60s or 70s. (laughs) Keep them. Good hygiene. Floss those teeth. But really, yeah, daily habits are creating uh, the future that you either hope to have or you really didn't think about so now you don't habits want it. i i look at them as like seeds so when you plant them whatever kind of habits you're planting they will grow yeah and some some are are experiencing some beautiful f- fruit yeah. of of difficult habits that they've that they've put in place that they've they've paid the price and now everyone sees the fruit mm-hmm. oh this is great man i wish i could have that but people don't see but these habits were done in secret yeah. they were done and it's the small things that you do behind the scenes every day that nobody else necessarily sees, but they're creating. The Bible says this in Timothy. Paul was writing his young protege, and he said, "What you give yourself wholly to will appear unto all." So good. What you give yourself wholly to. Mm-hmm. So if you give yourself wholly unto eating at like CC's Pizza, mm-hmm. it's going to eventually <laughs> appear into all. We used to love us some CC's pizza. Yeah, back in the twin in our twenties. In our twenties, when we had a metabolism that was and like we could eat for three ninety nine. All you could eat, we were it used like, to be two ninety nine. Are you yeah. out of your mind? Yeah, no, y'all. Anyway, because I used to work there and I was so proud. Woo, not anymore. So back to habits because what had you to give yourself, <laughs> <laughs> we had to change them. What you give yourself wholly to <laughs> will appear unto all, and eventually it's going to appear unto all. If you give yourself wholly unto um, boy, really learning financial investments and how business works. Savings and living underneath your investment yeah. budget. Living with creating yeah. margin. It's going to eventually appear to all. People are going to say, wow, it, what's wow, going on? Wow, you have some savings. If, like, you, if you give yourself wholly unto, you know, uh, getting into God's word and prayer. Studying and, and it, It's going to eventually appear, appear unto all. Yeah. That's why your habits are amazing. And I come back to this quote, losers and winners both have the same goals. The difference is, is your habits. Yeah. And your friends. <laughs> <laughs> and your priorities. <laughs> Just going to throw it all out. It all is pretty important. Yeah. But even if you don't have any friends, but you have good habits, <laughs> you're going to eventually make some friends. Maybe. Hey, these all play off of I'm each other. They're so. It. I know they do. They do play off of each other. Hey, we're uh, we're putting a building together right now, aren't we? I know. My mind. Life is pretty insane. It is, but here we are sitting at a table recording podcasts because we love y'all. We love y'all. This is fun. Hey, so let me just ask you, uh, what seeds are you planting in your life? So let me break it down into a bite-sized piece. What seeds do you, what what one seed, what one thing that have you planted do you need to rip up? What is it? And what, 
Why are you Tatum, why are you laughing? Sorry. This was a serious moment. And I don't know. You know how you kind of, I just have like, I just got the giggles and I'm trying not to. It's like you've ever like sat in church or like been in a real serious environment when you shouldn't laugh, but you can't stop. And I'm feeling it. And now it's making my hands sweat. And I don't even never sweat. Anyway, y'all, let's talk about get some habits. Reality. All right. Number habits. four. I got to move on. Okay. Number four. This is a big one. Okay. Change your dreams. So anybody can have a, a dream. The question is, are you willing to wake up and make it happen? So what I've discovered in my life is that dreams are expensive because if they were cheap, everybody would have them. If you're going to see your dream become, become a reality, that's why everyone loves the, you know, the genie. If I could just, you know, have a genie and just wish something. Oh, how great is that? Um, yeah. But that doesn't cost. That's not reality. Yeah, that's not reality. It doesn't really. You cost have to. Anything. You have to have. If you're going to see your dream become a reality, you have to have the ability to hold on to your dream when it seems like it's impossible for it to happen, and with a great attitude. That's the truth. Rick Warren said this: "You do not determine a person's greatness by their appearance, abilities, education, or financial position, by but by what it takes to discourage them." Mm. That's so good. And so many of us, we, we start off, and if, if you have a dream from God, yeah. do you not think that the devil himself will bring all of hell against you to yeah. try to get you to give up on that dream? So true. No, he sees that, maybe it's in business. He sees that, hey, you're going to be somebody that's going to bring wealth to the kingdom of God. Hey, you're raising up your kids and you got a dream for their, their life. He sees that they're going to be those that will influence culture and, and reach the world. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's something to do in ministry and you got yeah. this idea for this life group to go in and, and uh, to minister to whoever. Make a difference, yeah. Do you not think he's going to attack you and the greats? Yeah. Have the ability to hold on to it even in the midst of impossibility. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because I feel like in so many ways it makes it makes my heart like lean in and we're the ones talking about this podcast because it's so relatable honestly when you hear like that someone else um struggles and goes through seasons where you feel like I just think it's never going to happen like I think it's not going to give up. When I think about that I think about our story, like Chris and I's story, but I think about our church and I think about Life Fellowship and all the ways that the enemy tried to get, like, to come against us to make this not be what it is, like, to make us give up, you know? Like, we, fa we have faced a, a lot of things that we haven't, we haven't been able to share or haven't, you know, shared publicly with everybody before, but there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of, obstacles that have felt like in some ways, is it really going to happen, Lord? Like, but we haven't, we, we have seen the Lord's faithfulness and haven't given up and then seen the fruit of it. And I think it's, um, I think everybody knows what that's like. I'm just going to say all of you out there know what it's like to have a dream, to have a, what you feel like the Lord has called and like destined you for whether it's raising the next generation of amazing kids. And you know, we just had lunch with uh, a few people and one of the moms was talking about how she didn't grow up in a Christian home and she didn't have parents even who raised her and how she's making a change in, in her life and raising her children that it's going to be different. 
and the challenges that have come with that because she's never had an example of what that looks like. Like, no matter what the dream is that God's given you, if it's a God-given dream and there's a purpose, you're his child, like you're going to face obstacles. The enemy's going to try to get you to quit. He's going to try to do everything he can to make you give up on the dream. But like Chris was talking about, there are seeds that you're planting that are going to that are going to grow. They're going to produce a harvest if you just don't takes time. grow weary in well-doing because in the end, like, it's going it, to, there's going to be fruit from it. It's going to grow. There's going to be change. I went from laughing to crying because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's been said that if you aim for nothing, you'll hit it every time. What's your dream? Hey, everybody, uh, begin to dream. Some of you need to dream again. Yeah. The enemy has knocked the wind out of you. Yeah. Maybe you it's have time to given buck up, up under it, little buckaroo. Yeah. You can get back up. And if you have a God dream, you know, the world's dreams are different. They're going to tell you, you know, doing things that fulfill yourself and that make you happy and that whatever. Like, let's not listen and duplicate what the world wants, but a God dream, I think, is the key here. Change your dreams to be who God wants you to be. What has He called you to be? And what does your future look like in Christ? You know? Like, in Christ, what does it look like? Not according to the world's ways, but like, He has a dream for you. So today, as we get ready to close, let me just pray for every person that is listening right now for the dreams of God to overtake your heart. And so, Father, I just pray for every every listener. Uh, I just ask that as they are uh, wanting to do what you you want them to do, Lord, we know that there's purpose on every single one of us. We pray, God, that you would open our eyes to who who those associations are that we have in our life. And Help us, God, to prioritize the right things. Give us strength, O Lord, to establish great habits, healthy habits, habits that will plant seeds that we know are going to produce the the, the future that that you're calling us to. And Lord, when it takes time, when the enemy attacks and people doubt and they say that it's never going to happen and you have setback after setback, I pray, God, that you would give us the stick-to-itiveness, the grit to rise above it, and to, and to believe, Lord, that if you called us to it, you're going to see us through it. And Lord, I just give you great thanks for every person that's listening today, Lord. In your strong name, I pray. Amen. 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 Love you, everybody. Have Hope a great week. Y'all have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye.